So today, right now, I'm going to tell the story of how I met my girlfriend. And uh, it's because a lot of people have been asking about it for like the last year, ever since I mentioned it on like maybe the first episode of the podcast. <coughs> to be honest, it's a pretty good fucking story, so... Here we go. So I moved here where I live now maybe like two years ago. And when I moved here, I had a girlfriend. And so I wasn't looking. You know, I was in a relationship. But uh, I did see a very beautiful young lady on my street. Uh, and I loved everything about her. And I'd only see her co- I'd seen her a couple times in the beginning when we first moved here, um, getting in and out of her car. But, like, why would I talk to her? I'm in a relationship, not interested, but I noticed that she was very attractive. And that was pretty much it. So, for the next, like, six months, something like that, uh, I don't really see her. But those couple times. Maybe, like, a couple other times, I think. But we never talked. Because, again, I was in a relationship. But then the relationship ended. And then I went on tour. And then a week into the tour, COVID hit. So I came home. And then quarantine happened immediately. And then one of my two roommates' brothers, uh, his his brother, moved in with us. So it was four guys in a house. And it's quarantine. And none of us had uh, jobs that required us to leave the house. And even then, all the businesses were shut down. So all we did was work out in the garage all day. And so... My house is like kind of up on a hill, like it's on a normal street, but you got to walk up these steps to the front door. But on the street level is my garage, my garage. And so we worked out in the garage and um, I started seeing this beautiful lady again more frequently because I guess as it happened, my workout schedule aligned with her work schedule. So I'd always see her driving down the street and I... I'm not going to lie, I probably started to, I at the very least continued working out at the same time, just so, because I would see her around like 2 o'clock or something like that in the afternoon. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep working out, because maybe I get a chance to talk to her or something like that. But I never really got a chance, because she's always in her car, or she was getting into her car, like down the street, and I wasn't going to go, hey, from down the fucking street, like, come talk to me. But I got lucky, and we made eye, we made eye contact a couple times until one time. I'm working out in the garage. She pulls into the driveway next to me, to my left, if I'm facing the street. And I saw her do that because she was going to, I'm assuming, to back out and then turn around and go the other way. And I was like, this is my chance. She's going to have to put it in reverse, so I'm going to have a short window of like a couple seconds where I can actually say hi or wave. And so I walked out, made it seem natural. She'll tell you different. She tells you that I popped my fucking head out and then waved. But what happened is I walked out. Just looking for it, just like as if I was going to walk out anyway. And then I look to my left, and, sh- and she turns and looks up, and I just smiled and wave. And she smiled and waved back. Not overly enthusiastically, but very genuinely. It wasn't, she wasn't bothered by having to smile or wave. It was just very, it came off very polite and just like she was nice. I felt something just from that. So after that, I had decided, you know what, if I never fucking run into this girl in person, like when she's out of her car, then I'm never going to get a chance to talk to her, so I'm not going to wait for that. I'm going to write her a letter. And now I have something to reference, so she'll know who I am because we waved at each other. So I went upstairs after my workout, and I wrote a letter, and it said, 
hey, I'm the shirtless sweaty guy who waved at you. I'm just curious if you are as cool as you are pretty. If you're also curious, here's my number. Feel free to text or call. So I believe that that, let's see, I, I think two or three days went by and I did the first episode of the podcast. I think it was the first episode. And I talked about how I wrote that letter. So after I filmed the podcast, I went back downstairs to work out. And I was at this point, I was like, it's been like two or three days. She's not interested. Fine. No worries. Wasn't bummed about it at all because it wasn't really like a d- direct rejection. She just never wrote me back. Like she could have been in a relationship, whatever. So I go into the garage and there is a letter on the ground that had been slipped under the garage door. And it was addressed to neighbor, which is how I addressed hers. And... I was very excited, but immediately I knew it was a rejection because I had left my phone number in the original letter. And if she was interested, she would have texted or called. So before I even opened it, I knew it was a rejection. And at this point, I had been telling my friends, my mom, anybody who I thought would be interested about this girl that I had a crush on before we even made eye contact and waved at each other. So I was updating people every step of the way. So I was like, fuck, I got a letter back. I can't wait to read this and then share the news. So I read the letter, and the letter says, hey, neighbor, thank you. So I'm paraphrasing here because I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't save the original letter, and I'll explain why. It said, hey, neighbor, thank you so much for your sweet letter. I want to tell you I'm engaged. But can't wait to meet each other in the street sometime and say hi. Kiana. And I was just like, it was so bittersweet. I I wasn't like hurt. I was like a little bummed, but like I had nothing to lose. I already didn't have her interest or anything. So, but I was just like, who the fuck would write back such a sweet, genuine letter? If they're in a relationship, like, I would have, like, or if they're not interested, I just would have been like, fuck off. Like, I'm not going to write back. Like, anyway, she was just being really nice. It was just polite because it was clear that she was my neighbor and we were going to run into each other. And I think that she just, from that letter I got, like, she was just being nice. She didn't want to be rude. And I thought that was uh, just kind of a rare quality. So anyway, I call my mom. (laughs) I tell her about the letter. (laughs) She's super excited. I finished my workout. At the end of my workout, she pulls up in the street, and she stops and rolls down her window. Unfortunately, at the same time, an Amazon truck pulled up behind her. There's a lot of traffic on her street, and it's just a small two-lane street. It's like a, uh, it's a neighborhood street. And so I pointed at the Amazon truck, but didn't really say anything and explain. I was pointing because this dude was like, he wanted to go around her, wanted her to keep going. So I was like, wave the truck around, like, take care of that, and then we'll talk. I turned around to turn off my music because it was loud because I couldn't hear her and I didn't want to, it was our first time talking, I didn't want to walk out in the street to talk to her. So I turn around, turn off my music, I turn back around, she's fucking gone. And immediately I know that she thought I was bitter and didn't want to talk to her because she rejected me. And my heart fucking sank and I felt awful, man, because I was just like, dude, she's driving away thinking that I'm such a dick or that it was such a cold interaction. So immediately, I don't even finish the rest of my workout. I go upstairs, I write another letter. And that letter says, that letter just explained that I didn't turn around because I was bitter. I was trying to turn off my music and like, I apologize for the miscommunication. Thank you so much for your letter back. That was really sweet. I wish you and your fiance all the best. 
So I go, I find her car. Oh, and I also I wrote in the letter, don't worry about writing me back. Like, we'll just say hi next time we see each other. Because I didn't, it would have been inappropriate to keep up this correspondence. She's in a relationship. I don't want to put pressure on her. So I put the letter on a car. I think a day or two later, I'm walking out of my house and I see her loading laundry or groceries into the fucking apartment building right across the street from me. So she lives right across the street from me. It's unbelievable. And I mean, it's literally, okay, so there's a house right across the street. There's another house. It's the apartment building right there. So it's more or less right across the street. And I walked down. I said, hey. I yelled, hey, because at this point I felt it was appropriate. I walked down the steps. We met in the street. She introduced herself. I introduced myself. We exchanged pleasantries. She's very nice. Uh, We talked for maybe two minutes. It was great. I had to go. And then I left. And I was looking forward to seeing her again. And... At some point, maybe just making a friend, and that was it. I had no expectation. So over the next couple weeks, she would drive by, and I'd be working out. And I had no ill intentions whatsoever. I left that shit alone. I was just like, she's a a very nice person in this neighborhood. I don't know anyone who's like relatively our age. So she would pull up a couple times, and she would roll down the window and say hi. So one time we talked from across the street for like a minute, and just kind of updated each other on what like how we're doing what's going on in life the next time I actually walked up to her car we talked for a few minutes she rolled down her window and she seemed really heavy and I said I asked her because she asked me what was going on and I told her and then I asked her like how's everything and she took forever to, to answer she like couldn't answer she just like looked off into the distance in silence silent and she was like sorry I'm trying not to overwhelm you with like everything and I said, I, I just, please, tell, tell me everything. I want to know it all. She didn't tell me everything, but she told me some things. And I got from that that there was something heavy that she wanted to tell me but couldn't tell me. I don't know. It could have just been in my head. But after that interaction, I decided I couldn't fucking let it go. So I wrote a third letter. And I definitely consulted my friends. Some of my friends were like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Like, she's in a relationship. You have no chance. Leave it alone. She sounds nice. Just be distant friends. But I couldn't. And I had other friends telling me, like, dude, go for it. Shoot that shot. Because what is there to lose? Knowing that I wouldn't be, like, aggressive or weird about it. So the third letter said, there is just something uncommon and genuine about you. And I would be sad if I moved away, because I forgot to mention in the first letter, I also at this point was planning on moving away in the next month or something, or I was moving back to Northern California. And I said, if I'd ever found out more before I moved, I would be sad. Can we just talk for a few minutes sometime, even just on the sidewalk or on my steps? And I sealed the letter. This is at nighttime. So the next day, I go to a meeting with my manager, and I keep the letter on me because I know we're going to come back, and maybe I'll see her car. So we get back from the meeting. I see her car. He's updated on – I've told my manager the whole story, so he's like, let me go with you. I'm going to walk. We're going to put the the letter on the windshield. So I put the letter on the windshield, and it was in a red envelope. And the day goes by. My manager's working up here in, in the living room. I go down to work out. 
and I turn around in the middle of the workout and I look out and she's walk she walks into my garage. <laughs> and I know this is me and it's like I'm romanticizing it in my head, but she looked like a fucking angel because the sun was shining in. It was like the middle of the summer and it's dark in my garage and she was wearing a yellow t-shirt and overalls and she was smiling and it was literally glowing behind her. So I was like, I can't believe she's walking. As soon as she walked in, I was just overwhelmed and she hadn't even said anything. And she just asked me how I was doing, but fairly quickly cut to the chase and said, I have been thinking about knocking on your door ever since the last time we talked. (laughs) And basically said, I would love to hang out and catch up and talk sometime. And so this was like a Wednesday. I was like, okay, Friday. And obviously she wasn't going to give me a number. She was engaged. So she was like, I'll knock on your door at noon on Friday. So for the next two days, all I could fucking think about was that, like, you know? So just nervous as absolute shit, she knocks on my door at noon, and immediately she was just everything that I thought she was. Because oftentimes when you don't know so much about someone, especially when you're so attracted to them, you build up this person that they are in your head. And most of the time, they're not that person because you're being idealistic and fantasizing. You know, you imagine all the things you want it to be. But she, just in that, we talked maybe for an hour. She was everything that um, that I thought she was going to be. So that was cool. But she told me that, I can't remember the details, but she told me something to the effect of there was trouble in the engagement. But she didn't tell me that she had a crush on me or she thought I was cute or that she liked me or anything. She just said she felt something about me was also genuine when I waved at her. And she just wanted to get to know me. And we kind of left it at, like, neither of us – or both of us were looking forward to the next time we got to talk. Still didn't give me your number, nothing like that. And she didn't tell me what she was going to do about her engagement. She just wasn't happy in it. And. I didn't know when I was going to see her again or talk to her again. She just said, like, I would like to do this again sometime. So I was just extremely grateful for the experience because it was just already so crazy, the letters. And and then I find out she's engaged, but then she still wants to get to know me. And she didn't flirt with me. There was none of that. I, I swear to God, on my life, there was no – I mean, I could feel things between us, but, like, that could have been in my head. She said nothing that would be considered – unfaithful or like a betrayal of her engagement so a couple days goes by again obviously wait that was way that was days ago a couple days go go by i think it was a sunday i go again i'm working with my manager at my house and then i go to get us coffee and i'm walking back with the coffees and i see her unloading her groceries into her apartment again and she walks across the street to meet me and she says can i have a hug immediately and i said yes And she hugged me for what felt like a minute, a whole minute or two minutes. Do you have any idea how long that feels when it's a hug? And I remember my heart was racing and she could feel it. She even said, your heart's beating. But she pulled away and looked at me and she said, I ended my engagement. (laughs) Overwhelmed. Just absolutely overwhelmed. Uh, I was already overwhelmed by her presence in general all the time. And so on top of that, I was like, okay, go take care of your groceries and then come talk to me. So I ran back. Gave the coffee to my manager. Was like, oh, we gotta take a break. You continue working. I gotta talk to her. She, 
I told him that she said I ended my engagement, and I was, he was freaking out. He's like, okay. So we hung out on my front steps, and I think that I intimated that I had feelings for her already. I didn't say that straight up. I remember, like, we were sitting next to each other, and at one point I just couldn't help myself, and I leaned over and just hugged her leg and then let go. And I just, I don't, I don't know. And that was, I think, the most black and white thing that I did um, that was, like, affectionate or romantic. And she said that she just wanted to, like, continue to get to know me and still didn't give me your number. But said, let's hang out in a couple days. Um, and we'll talk again. So she came over and we hung out again and just kept getting to know each other. And then I think within the first couple times of us hanging out, she said, I think you're my person. <laughs> but we weren't in a relationship. And she had said, we live together. So it turns out, by the way, that they lived together in the apartment across the street. And they shared the fucking car. So it's just by the grace of God that I don't want to tell these other details that were going on that she knew about that I didn't know as it was happening in real time, what was happening on her end as she was getting the letters and stuff. But... It was just by the grace of the gods that he didn't find all of his letters. Um, but she, after that, was like, dude, like, we've been engaged for a long time. I've been with this guy a long time. Like, I want to give it its respect. Like, we need to, he needs to be fully moved out of the place. Like, she moved out. She's like, I don't want to, like, date you yet and be in a relationship. Like, I want this to be a clean break. And, you know, I don't want this like overlap or whatever so she didn't give me even her phone number for like several weeks after that and eventually she called me out of the blue because she had my phone number this whole time um and i just thought that showed a lot of integrity and restraint and anyway it's been like a year now that we've been together and it's fucking great and uh i'm gonna marry her if she lets me but I mean, I haven't proposed. I don't have any plans to propose, but I'm just saying. So I just was like, I was just stoked on that story because, of course, I don't want to meet the person I'm going to marry and have it just be so easy. I want to earn it. I want it to be like a hero's journey. Like, there's this girl, and then I, like, I don't know who she is. How am I going to talk to her? I get the courage to write the fucking letter, which I was so nervous about putting on her windshield. I couldn't even do it. I, I remember I, wa I saw her car. And decided, because I kept onto the letter, I held onto the letter, sorry, until I saw her car so that I, you know, could put it on her windshield. And when I walked up to her car, I just kept walking. I passed it because I couldn't do it. And then I was just standing in the middle of the fucking sidewalk like an idiot. Anyone who's watching me, like, I was like, where am I going? I can't keep going because I have nowhere to go. I'm not just going to keep walking somewhere for no reason. But I'm not ready to go back yet because I'm so terrified to put it on the windshield. So I just sat there for several minutes staring at the fucking ground. <laughs> Like a crazy person until I worked up the courage to go back and put it on the windshield. And even then, I didn't go around to the driver's side. I just did it on the side that was closest to the sidewalk. So, <laughs> Yeah, and then like fighting for that and then finding out that she's engaged and being bummed. But then not giving up and then also not being overbearing or disrespectful or anything too forward. Uh, and then just like having to work for it was great. And then finally, and then having to wait, even when I knew how she felt about me, like all that time, it was just like, I earned this shit. Like she's the one that I had been 
waiting for my whole life. You know, the one that I, you know, put all the work into getting to know myself and knowing what I want from someone. And then I met her, and I thought I couldn't have her. And then I, and then when I realized I could have her, I had to wait for her. And I just, it's cool. It just feels nice to have that. It's it's a cool extra. So th- anyway, I hope this story wasn't a fucking snooze fest for you guys, but a lot of people asked about it. So that's what happened. Uh, okay. Good night.